standard issue for all women. Welcome to Journey Off the Blocks, that time of the week where we sprint towards the finish line of 2019 as we discuss all things women's sport. But, as you might have guessed by the title of this episode, we're doing things a little differently today. In the time-honoured tradition of the end of a year with a quiz! I'm joined by my two teams, currently limbering up as I waffle on. In the red corner, the Wigan Warrior. That's hey. you. Our very own Mickey Noonan, ably assisted by journalist and Arsenal supporter. We are sorry for your loss. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha Henry. <laughs> That's a welcome and a half, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> sorry, that was pitted? a bit. Was that... No, but we're red, so I'm happy. That's okay. Cool. Oh, yeah, we're good point. Red. That wasn't even intentional. Well done, me. I'm ho- and I've got pies, so I'm happy as well, because, you know, Wigan pies. It's Wigan good. Warrior, Mickey Noonan, sounds like a wrestling promoter from the. Mid nine, mid seventies, I'd say actually. Big sounds, Daddy would have been on his. Oh yeah, yeah giant haystacks. I think it sounds confusing because like my name clearly makes me sound like an old Irish boxer. Yeah, Mickey Noonan. That's you would have been a light featherweight. I'd be a light featherweight. Yeah. Oh, that's the nicest thing anyone has ever said to me. Oh, I'm glad. And <laughs> um, more on that in just a tick. <laughs> in the blue corner, me. the Cambridge Conqueror. That's me. Of it course, is. it is. It's Hannah Dunleavy. Hello. And she's joined. By also journalist and member of Team Guilty Feminist, she supports Cheltenham, and I don't know what to say about that. It's Kelly Wells, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, Wellsy, Wellsy, Wellsy. <laughs> Thank you. I've can't believe my squad with me. Fight, Wellsy. Oh, I know. It's quite upsetting. It's going to be bloodthirsty. It's at dawn. I can't help but notice you're touching <laughs> your back, and if your back's not great, you're going to be in trouble because you will literally be carrying me throughout this quiz. That's okay. I'm building up. I've been doing some weights. Okay, great. Yeah. You've been working on your upper body strength as well, haven't you, yeah. Hannah? How's that going? It's all right. Can you um, can you deadlift a cat? Oh, God, I could do that anyway. Even Not Joan, your cat. Joan is obese. <laughs> well, guys, welcome. So it's been a big year for women's sport, and I absolutely want to ask you, Kelly and Natasha, what your highlights of the year are. But let's hold that thought for a minute, lest you scupper my very first round. Imaginatively named Sporting Highlights. I like, which, it, I like it, I like it. That's what it does on I've the tin. It works very hard. It's like a Channel 5 um, TV programme. <laughs> oh, yes. In which... <laughs> Mick and Hannah will take it in turns to describe to you, fellow teammates, what their sporting highlights are. Now, I'm going to start with the blue corner. It's confusing because she is actually wearing red today. Hannah. Hello. <laughs> Here she is. So I have to, I have to. This is actually quite interesting because I've actually got, I've got an anecdote that comes afterwards. Okay, so you remember like in the 2012 Olympics? Yes. Nicola Adams was the first woman to win a gold medal in a sport. Yes. And immediately after that, there was another fight in which Ireland won its first gold medal in the same sport. Yes. Do we know who that is? No. Okay. Oh, I thought you'd know that. I know the sport. The sport. Okay, so let's make a start. Boxing. Okay, so we're looking for a boxing <laughs> I match. I love how precise right? she is. We're looking for a boxing, boxing. match, right? And a, a female Irish boxer. Oh, this is going to be horrific. I've got no idea. Absolutely. Have we got time no to idea. play hangman? <laughs> <laughs> a female boxer. Yes. Oh, yeah. Crack at the hangman, Nina. Okay. Well, I can see if I can get more specific. Oh, do they know over there? No, I don't think I so. Don't think, do oh, you know? I'm, I'm, I think that would be unfair if I knew, because Hannah and I have already talked about okay, it. Okay, if you've already talked oh. about it, then no. Natasha can see her face, but she does not know who it is, I which I can actually see the poster of her last fight, because 
she was the top fighter and the men were all on the undercard. You're helping. Stop here it. We, here we go. This is um, exactly, I believe, what we oh, might be talking about. And it's about. really going to annoy me. And afterwards, the person that she uh, beats accused her of being a fake because she had help. And I'm not sure what that meant. Like training. I don't know. It's a bit like when people say you're cheating at quiz because you read some stuff beforehand, you know. Anyway. Yeah, I did quite a lot of research for this, but none of it was in um, I'm drawing a complete blank. Okay, Natasha, do you want to do you want to take? No, a and I can see. And the thing is, you're going to say her name, and I'm going to want to punch myself like Jamie Vardy, which would be fitting. Yeah, No, I can't. This was a round I was vaguely confident in because I actually knew the answer before it started. <laughs> I, I feel like I've let you down already. <laughs> Hannah, do you want to tell us what it was? It you was were Katie Taylor <sighs> winning against Christina. Lina Datu. Lina Datu. She's great. In Manchester. Um, she battled her as well. To win the WA World Super Lightweight. Really and she's here today. To <laughs> 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 <a> punch Kelly <laughs> for not knowing. Okay, so I've got a couple of questions that relate to this. Okay. So oh. a chance for you to claw something back, team. I actually do boxing. Not like do it, as in watch it. Katie Taylor's victory saw her step up to claim the WBO welterweight title, but what weight did she already hold the unified title in? Did I just say it? Super lightweight? What, when you were describing Nuna? Yeah. Yeah, it's possible. Is it super lightweight? The thing is, Hannah, I haven't written it on this piece of paper. I think it is, but let me just check very quickly. Isn't that a condom? Super lightweight. Fucking hell. I can feel this time. When I was in Montreal earlier this Anecdote. year, I yes. met I met a, I met a guy in a bar, a, a rather a, a silver fox, I believe they Ooh. call them, who it transpires was about to fly to wherever it was, New York, and referee both the Katie Taylor and the Anthony Joshua fights. Which wow. bars do you hang out in? I never meet anyone interesting like that. Oh, well, I was in a bar in Montreal. Yeah, <laughs> well, I can't even remember what it was. To called. be fair, everyone's in a bar in Montreal. It's so cold. Yeah, yeah, it was, and it was May. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's still cold. So it's I, still, I still spent winter. ten hours in Toronto, and yeah, it was. You're still shivering. Yeah, basically, <laughs> I wasn't sure if I was smoking or I was just breathing. <laughs> Unfortunately, that was not the right, the right answer. Would have been lightweight. Oh. But wait, we're not finished yet. And you've actually already answered this. Taylor was one of the first ever women to claim a gold medal in boxing at the 2012 Olympics. But who was the first? Nicola Adams. Wait. Well done, that's a point. Nicola Adams announced her retirement from boxing last week. On what grounds? Oh, it's her eyesight. Eyesight. Yeah. It is. Well done, guys. Whoop, whoop. I'm, I'm going to take early retirement while I'm ahead, <laughs> if that's okay. I like the sporting chivalry we've got of being like celebrating your successes, but we are only round one. Yeah, it's early. Well, might come off. It's early. I'm really sorry I've let you down so early. No, Obviously, you're going to be carrying me. Okay, Mickey, would you like to explain? Okay, would you like to describe your sporting moment to Natasha? So, this corking sporting highlight, which saw the woman involved become the first British woman to win this took a grand total of 21.88 seconds. Dina Asher-Smith? Yes. What was she doing? What did she do? What was the time? 21.88. 200 metres. Yeah. What does she do during those 200 metres? She became the first British woman to win the world title and the fastest 
I, that's fine. She British won. Women. She won gold. Oh, in sorry. The, in the two hundred metres. I thought we were presuming she won. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, she doesn't even look out of breath at the end, which no. is incredible, but also frustrating if you see me like walk up four stairs. But nobody paid to watch. This is why I don't run for buses. What? Sorry. Okay, so Asha Smith became, as Mickey says, the first British woman to win a major global sprint title at this year's World Championships. She is the first Briton to win a World or Olympic sprint title since who? Mela Christie. Yeah, I was correct. In male or female? Correct, Mickey. It was in for Christie. Bonus points. Nice one. Do you know when that was? I'm trying to think how old I would have been. I want to say like ninety. Yeah! Right. Really? Yes. yes. Oh. And I distinctly remember watching Linford Christie because my mum would watch it like this. Mm. What other medals did Asha Smith win at this year's World Championship? She won gold with in the relay. No, she didn't. Silver in the relay. Damn. And did she win, I want to say bronze in... The silver in the 100. She did win silver in the 100. I think I'll give you half a point for that. I'm just amazed that people know us. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wonder why my eyes were really big. It wasn't because I was going, don't give her points. I love Dina Rasher-Smith. I interviewed her on her 18th birthday. She took time out of... She was having a little pizza party at home with her friends and I was doing <laughs> an interview and she took time out on her 18th birthday to chat to me for 15 minutes. So I'm obsessed with her career. She's a lovely young lady. She does. And she's so intelligent and so talented. I can't wait to see her all the world. She's got a history degree, hasn't she? Yes, she's very, yeah. very smart. Very was this smart. in Pizza Express in Woking? <laughs> no, but I do she love the Oh, <laughs> Topical, guys, and also controversial. So now we've got that out of the way. Kelly, Natasha, what have been your highlights of this sporting year? Kelly? Women's World Cup for me. Oh, I watched yeah, every single game. Every single game? As much as I could. I watched one game with you you did actually you watched two games with well me. one and a half because we were talking through most That's of the first one but yeah uh, classic women classic <laughs> women yeah I felt it was just an incredible I've, I've never experienced anything like that Megan Rapinoe's position elevated winning the Ballon d'Or controversial but anyway yeah controversial probably shouldn't get into it but I feel like um, it was brilliant for the sport I've been to a few WSL games since got very excited got very fangirly it was it was a one, once in a lifetime experience for me mm. Natasha outside of the Women's World Cup because I think we just all agree that was amazing I would say the females in Team GB obviously Dina Katarina Johnson-Thompson who's had some really bad luck, some yeah. bad injuries to come back, mental strength, physical strength. And I think it's been really nice to see young, positive women from different, you know, different backgrounds. You know, Katarina's from Liverpool and very, very proud of her Scouse heritage, you know. And they're beautiful, they're intelligent and they're strong. And you know what? They sweat so bloody what? Who cares? I think it's just really nice to see a new breed coming through. Mm, we haven't absolutely. had many female athletes who yeah like you know yeah, yeah who captured the imagination other than Jess mm. who was there for quite a while so Jess Ennis Hill obviously so yeah outside of the Women's World Cup it would be Team GB so some solid role models there yeah. oh it's unbelievable I had this experience an anecdote if you will very briefly but going to see Chelsea women sorry because mm. I, I <laughs> Yeah. yeah, and and to you too. <laughs> but uh, seeing just to everyone, I yeah, think to yeah. Everyone. just generally just to humanity. Everyone, sorry. Yeah. 
But I've really got into it. Just seeing women play football on the pitch has sort of lit something in with in me mm-hmm. that I've never experienced in my life. And I was watching Chelsea play yesterday and I just felt like if I'd seen that when I was seven, eight years oh, old. That's oh, yeah, the, the difference I, it would make. Yeah. I don't think people understand how important representation is in the sense of what you feel inside mm-hmm. yourself when you see something like that and it's actually you rather than watching blokes do it, which is great and I love it. I've always loved football, but... It's something entirely different and just makes you feel part of it, makes you feel stronger and more confident. And I think not just for women as well, for men. How many guys that have known that I've been following women's football for years who really got into the World Cup and are like calling me up, messaging, oh, Tash, did you see this game or did you see that Mm. goal? Did you see that save? I think the the attention and the media coverage they got this year allowed their football to do the talking. Mm. And yes, it is great to hear Megan being so open and honest and calling for change. But I think even just what they're doing on the pitch has opened so many people's eyes. And, you know, I've taken my boyfriend to games. He loves it. I've got friends who are now more interested Mm. taking their kids to games. It is just intergenerational. And I think women's football, if you want to go and not hear the toxic... BS that you get at men's you want to be able to take your nan if you want to be able to take four people from the 50 quid go to a women's game Mm, they need the numbers and it's cheaper and you get to interact with the players and the managers like you never would in football Mm. it's incredible the atmosphere isn't it it's It's something completely different I used to go and see Hartlepool play quite a lot um, the men's team and there's nothing quite like going into a stand you you have your own yeah. anecdotes about this, but going yeah. into a stand full of guys who want to watch football, I've got no problem with the language, I've got no problem with with any of that. I like getting into the spirit of it, but you, do you ever feel safe as a woman at a football game? Do you ever feel safe in general as a woman? That's <laughs> very true and a, a good wow. point. This quiz is intense. Yeah. 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 I used to live uh, right next to Fratton Park mm-hmm. for about six months, and... Every Saturday was a nightmare. Oh, but just a nightmare. Sometimes our road will be closed by the police. Sometimes you try and go somewhere and there'd be no public transport running. Mm. The train station would have been closed down or the buses wouldn't be running down there because there was trouble week in, mm-hmm. week out. I think it's, it's interesting. I mean, I have a chart and athletic season tickets, so I go to the Valley a lot as of this season. But it's a very tribal thing, football. I don't ever feel... Mm remotely threatened where I am where I sit I do sit with like a lot of the people around us the other season ticket holders of families or like old mm. boys or whatever so but I do quite often feel um, quite intimidated by like the opposition fans coming in on the same train as me which is weird because they don't act in any way differently to the Charlton fans it's just a it's just like a weird tribal thing I guess Going back to a positive note as mm. well, though, is like when I've been like running near Peckham Rye and stuff, I've seen on the Saturday when they have loads of football games, just like grassroots, almost jumpers for goalpost stuff, I have seen so many mixed teams, just yeah. boys and girls playing football together, and that fills my heart with joy. My boyfriend went to watch our friend's little boy play and there was one little girl on the team, a little Muslim girl in a hijab and he, he's ringing off my phone and I'm thinking, why is he bothering me? Because he saw this little girl. He was so excited to see her playing with the boys and he went, Tash, she was the best player on the pitch. He goes, and none of them treated her differently. I think that's the key thing. She was there playing with them and it didn't matter that she was a girl, didn't matter where she was from. That's what football should, is supposed to be it's about. Not- Hello, Mickey here. Sorry to interrupt your listening pleasure, but I just thought, as you're having such pleasure listening, you might be up for helping us out in making more content that champions women. That's easy to do. You can just bob along to our Patreon page, www.patreon.com forward slash standard issue, and any spare bunch you might have found in your pocket down the back of the sofa, feel free to chuck it to us. Much obliged.
Well, we're going to have to move on because there's more quizzing to be done. Quiz! And, um, quiz. So, I was trying to avoid that. Yeah, yeah. I, to <laughs> I can do talking. I can't yeah. do answering. After paying homage to some of those moments, we move on to the next round where I will describe to you a series of some of the legends responsible for this year's magical moments as I ask you, who am I? <laughs> I don't know how we're going to do this. Should we all no. shout a word? Can Jump I shout pies? Yeah. I'm going to shout Megan because that will annoy you. It will. Cheese. Cheese. Pheasant. Pheasant, okay. <laughs> also, oh. if she's passing, she may yeah. hear me. All <laughs> very sporting. Okay, so I'm going to start. Number one, I was born in Sydney in 1991 to Hungarian parents and moved to the... Uh, what was I supposed to shout? Megan? Yeah. Is it Joanna Conta? It is Hannah. Come on! Great shout. She's Great on my answer. team. <laughs> she is your team. Okay. She is your team. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Number two, I was born in Limerick in 1987 as Rebecca Quinn. I began watching my current sport at a young age with my brother Richie. Cheese. Yes. Oh, no. Um, I was going to say Rebecca Adlington, but that would not no, be right. No, but let's, I'll continue. Anyway. Watched it at a young age with brother Richie, who I later trained alongside and later teamed with in mixed tag team matches. It's a big clue there. I signed a two-year deal with World Wrestling Entertainment in 2013, fighting under a different name, as in not the name I've just told you. I beat Ronda Rousey in the headline match at WrestleMania 35 this year. It's the first time a female match has had top billing at the event. Oh, <laughs> I'm, I'm this close to shouting pies, but I watched the fight. Do you know her nickname? No, I can't remember. I can only remember Rousey. Mm. Does anyone know? I can see Definitely her. Not. It was, in fact, Becky Lynch, a.k.a. The Man. That's right. That the name? Man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, You'd gosh. think we'd remember that, wouldn't you? Okay. Number three. I was born in Liverpool in nineteen thirty in nineteen thirty three. Fucking hell! No, in nineteen ninety three. Dead now. <laughs> to Ricardo and Tracy, a former dancer. I represent Liverpool Harriers. Cheese. Oh. It has to be Katarina Johnson. It is. Saying. You're correct. I'm just trying to think. There's no other famous Liverpool sports. I was just thinking Jodie Comer because they're great mates. Yeah, they're, they're they're I was just thinking. Yeah. Of, are they busies? Yeah, they yeah, went to school together. I didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's quite cool. Okay, number four. I was born in Bury in 1977 into a sporty family. I competed in my sport at national level between... Pheasant. Tracy Neville. Yes. Well, that was, that was good. good. Very good. I'm impressed, Wells. Thank you. I'm Wells impressed. Number five. I was born in Reading in 1985 and I have a twin sister called Rachel... Although I've been around for a while, I shot to global fame this year, though I made headlines in 2016 for kneeling during the national anthem. Megan! Is it... Okay. Well, it was one of you two, but you're on the same team. Megan Rapinoe. It is, yes, correct. (laughs) It is Megan. I was was just writing out Megan and then say Megan again. I've got some bonus questions about Megan Rapinoe because I want to please crowds and not myself. (laughs) Megan Rapinoe is a member of Manchester United footballer Juan Mata's Common Goal. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's a philanthropic organisation which encourages fellow professionals of football, that is, to donate 1% of their salary to charities to help improve 
the lives of the most disadvantaged. That's a nice idea, isn't it? It is lovely. lovely. How many Premier League footballers do you think have made that? Zero. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't say the right word. Natasha. Six. Correct. How many of those do you think play football for Manchester United? Incorrect. I think it's four. Any other guesses? Pies. One. Correct, Mickey. Yes. It's Juan Mata. That's the trick question because I'm pretty sure Chris Mo- Chris Smalling does, and he's only out on loan. He Ooh. does not. Does he's he not? not? He's not on the Common oh, Goal website. I thought he was on the list. I thought he was on the list. He is not. Uh, he said he was going to. Yeah, I remember the announcement on the scandal. <gasps> is Chris Smalling claiming that he contributed to the Common, the common goal. goal website? Is not. No, Juan Mata only does his website when Man United are good, so we'll probably get an update this week. Oh yeah, the they did pretty well, City. didn't yeah. they? They beat City. They did. It was I don't know game. why I know oh, no. that, but there you go. That's that's because your boyfriend my... supports you... Manchester United. That's why it wasn't him who told me. It was mm. someone else. But he was in a good mood, so you knew they'd yeah. won. He's always in a good mood. He's like a Labrador. Anyway, <laughs> how many WSL footballers across the top two flights do you think have changed? Three, ten. And now just a little bit of trivia for you. The most highly paid footballer in the world is Ada Hergerberg, who nets around, yes, pun intended, £343,000 per year, which sounds all right, doesn't it? But how much do you reckon top male earner Lionel Messi earns? This isn't like this is rhetorical. You're not going to get a point unless you get it right, in which case, fuck uh, it. Uh, right. Every year? Yeah. £7.2 Megan? Yeah. £9 million. Oh. 45 million. Oh, guys. Oh, no. 112 million, which is roughly 326 times Hergerberg's income. Sounds about right. I hope I didn't quote that figure in my New Statesman article about <laughs> Women's World Cup because I've got a horrible feeling that I did. <laughs> wow. What does he spend it on? He's got a really big dog. He has got a really big dog. Like oh, a yeah. couple of kids dog. as well. Kids are yeah. expensive. Yeah, they're not, not that expensive. That expensive. <laughs> right? Let us move on to our next round, male, pale and stale. (laughs) My favourite phrase. We've talked about some brilliant women. (laughs) So let's redress the balance now by talking about some shit men. Okay, shit is a bit harsh. Really? It's been a big year for women's sports journalism as well. We've seen the Telegraph's women's sports section come to life, which has been a breath of fresh air as well as the expansion of some old favourites like the Offside Rule podcast. But we've also seen The Athletic, so maybe Google their 11 football podcasts if you want to know what I'm driving at here. Mm-hmm. There's not very many women involved. We've seen a growing number of female pundits breaking through into the mainstream, and we've seen a lot of red-faced chaps getting rather disgruntled about it. So I thought, why not remind them of the top-quality punditry they're getting elsewhere in this next round <laughs> in this round I'll be reading out some actual quotes oh. from actual pundits and asking you to tell me who's responsible for those quotes will you be hanging out the back of those pundits Jack? <laughs> oh jeez <laughs> never ok so number one this is not something just to just to give you a little helping hand here this is not something that was said actually in the line of punditry but it is a fantastic quote so who said this This perception, I am in some ways a dinosaur. By the way, dinosaurs ruled the world for 300 million years. Megan, is that Richard Kelly? Do I mean Richard Kelly? Do I mean Richard Keyes? It is Richard Keyes who said, sorry, I'll finish the quote, dinosaurs ruled the world for 300 million years, so if that's what I am, so be it, which is what he said, presumably sobbing in front of a mirror in his hotel room in Doha. Number two. Can I just... uh, 
anecdote someone once told mm. me I look like Richard Keys. Mm. I've never got over it. No. Your arms are like the hairiest. <laughs> no, no. Do we need to rebury the person that told you that? <laughs> it's weird. I'm just she never told me arms. who it was, funnily enough, um, but you've taken some uh, ribbing on social media for I you, have, you? I have, I um, have. It does. It thrills people to think I might look like Richard Keys. You don't. You don't, mate. Oh, thanks. Also, you're, you're not a cunt, so... Um. <laughs> oh, thanks, Jen. That's the second <laughs> nicest thing that anyone has ever said to me. <laughs> not a cunt. <laughs> I'm not a cunt. I mean, I don't aim too high, no. but I think we've all achieved some dreams here today. It's a low platform. <laughs> <laughs> right, number two. Rachel's job today as an ex-goalkeeper with 80 caps is to give a bit of insight. In terms of the goalkeepers today, which made quite a big impact on the game... Rachel gave us terrific insight that I haven't even heard from male pundits. Oh, wow. Wow. Cheese. Was it Robbie Savage? No. I'll give you a clue. It was on BT Sports. Yeah. So, Robbie Savage, Chris Sutton. Was it? No, I can't think of it. I just wanted to join in. Andy Townsend? No. No, he doesn't do BT Sport. He does BT Sport. And this, this was in a discussion about... Sexism against pundits. By the Who's way, who was the one that that, that was t- you know that got caught in that thing with Richard Keys? No, no, it's not him. He's, 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 he's in, in the car. He's in Doha crying as well. It's a Premier League match, I think, not Champions League. If that's any help to Jamie anyone. Jamie Redknapp. Does he? Rio Ferdinand. He's Sky. Rio Ferdinand. No, being right. No, guys, I'm gonna a man. It was Owen Hargreaves. Oh, he is is. so. He's an outlier. He's now my second. Is he listening to his own punditry? Well, quite. Well, look, he was being supportive. He said she could say things even as well as a man could. (laughs) She's good. She's funny for a girl. Yeah. Yeah. Well done, Rachel Finnis Brown. You're all right. Okay, so who said this? And he was talking about a fight between Joe Gomez and Raheem Sterling. I've previously had a fight with a player in a hotel room. Obviously, it was in the lobby. It was about four o'clock in the morning. There weren't many people around. We got pulled apart by the manager. He said we were both a disgrace. I think they've made a bigger deal of it than what it is. I think it's all part of the game. Cheers. Graham Sooners. No. But. Mark Lawrenson. No. Just listen to Liverpool players now. (laughs) He's not a Liverpool player. In fact, was this on Gary Neville? Live? This would have been on Sky. Okay, Megan, who's the one that could never remember? Like, there's that famous clip of him where he cut. I'll, I'll address this to Kelly, where they go and um, there's been a red card, and he goes, "What, Chris Kamara? Yeah, was no. it him? <laughs> oh, okay, no, he doesn't fight anyone. He's okay, nice. I'll give you a clue. It's he is sort of famed for being like a. A he always says ridiculous things. Like he has very strong opinions, and he's famed for in Pheasant. his day. Yeah, Roy Keane. Yes, Roy Keane. And uh, of my mates fancied him when we were at school. Have you he's seen him quite recently? Hot. Is he quite hot? Uh, he looks, my he mates had a beard for Gascoigne a bit. That was. We were at he looks a bit I'm like not he's. Joking. I mean, he's. He looks like a, a bit now, but That's sort of been released into the community and allowed out 
on day release. I mean, that's in what he fairness, sounds like when he they were the same. Yeah. They were the same girls who fancied Terry out of E Seventeen, and I never understood. <laughs> oh, that. the rough boys. No, many no. Okay. Terry. Yeah, exactly. Right. Hell, he that's bold, him. isn't it? <laughs> Just a little bit of insight here. No Andros Townsend, who plays for Crystal Palace, recently said of Keane, who was his manager at Ipswich, he used to have this routine after every match where he'd come into the dressing room and walk up to each player one by one and tell them what he thought about their performance. But like exactly what he thought. I'll never forget when he came over to me after a match and said, you trained so well all week, so well, but then the game comes and you're absolute shit. <laughs> I always had the feeling he was a sort of arm round the shoulder type of manager. Yeah, yeah. He's definitely he's a stick really. and not a count yeah. man, isn't Absolutely. he? And he's really scared of guitarists. Oh, wait, no, it's different key. Sorry, different key. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, number four. This is quite a famous one recently. At the minute, as in terms of football teams, Man United are... Fu- do we have to guess? Is it ucked? Do you have to guess who said it? Man United, a a fuck pheasant. Neville, Gary Neville. No, I can't remember. Jeez, Jamie Carragher. No, I don't even understand. It's BBC, what it's match said. of the day. A uh, Gary Lineker. No, cheese. Mark Lawrenson. No, pies. <laughs> match of the day. Pheasant. Rio Ferdinand. Shearer. He does football focus. That's why I'm getting confused. <laughs> it's Alan Shearer. Too much knowledge. Who actually said at the moment, as in terms of football teams, Man United are fuck. Sorry, at the minute, Man City are far, far ahead. But some tricksy Twitter bastard Ooh. changed it, edited it, so it made it look like he said Man United have fucked, which incidentally they sort of are. They, are, they sort of uh, are. So Alan Shearer was for ages my favourite footballer, not for any footballing reason, but because whenever you walk past a bookies, there was still a picture of him when he was about 12 playing football, even when he's like, I don't know, is he like 74 now? He's quite old. Right, yeah. <laughs> was he one with his arms forward? Yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't understand how people can do that without falling over. That's why you're not in the Premier League, Hannah. Kind of. That's the only thing. The only reason. The only reason. It's the it. signing we all want, I think. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Charn Athletic, mate. I was going to say, Arsenal worse. need some players at the moment. You, you might be a lot. Sounds so like you've got options there, Hannah. Yeah. <laughs> do you fancy doing, doing a bit of Arsenal? A bit of management? Um, I, well, to be honest, Arsenal is, is... I don't do football, but Arsenal is the family Arsenal don't really team. do football, though, do they? Not at the minute. <laughs> uh, oh, the gloves are on. They are. Oh, ready. They are Someone take that knife team. out of my back, please. How do you feel about Freddie Youngberg? Do you think he's, he's long not for this he's, world? he's not going to be there long enough for me to for me to lose the love that I had for him as a player. Did you watch the new Poirot series last Christmas? No. He looks like John Malkovich's Poirot now, which is, oh, like, weird for me. That's crushing. That really freaks me out. I'm just yeah. looking Calvin Klein. Yeah. yeah. See, I'm, he's just that Freddie. He'll always be that Freddie to me. Mm. Always. Look at you. Look at her face. Oh, those were the days. Yeah. <laughs> we could get Wenger back. <sighs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I had a friend who thought Arsenal was called Arsenal because, because they were named after Arsene Wenger. There's, there's loads there's of people. There's loads of people. Yeah. Really? What, proper yeah. people. Can, yeah. we, really can we stop them voting in the general election? To be fair, they can't be more stupid than some of the people <laughs> already voting. <laughs> that is true. true. That is we've, true. Got, we've got one more in this round. Final one, and this is this is top quality male punditry, and I think very much of the standard to which we've become accustomed. On the one hand, I'm surprised. On the other, I sense this was coming. Said who on the sacking of Mauricio Pochettino? Cheese. Garth Crooks. No. That would be such a crooksy quote, though. <laughs> it would be such a crooksy quote. Mm. 
I mean, it could be anyone. I'm, I think this is why we're struggling. Isn't I it? think Garth Brooks. <laughs> when, I, I, when I tell you who this is, because you have already said, I mean, you've said a lot of names. Yeah, I've just been Shall I just get Sutton out of the way? Chris Sutton. It's not him. Okay. Mark Lawrenson. No. <laughs> I just heard what I heard it said. Graham Cena. <laughs> I'm just no. saying names now. Gary Lineker. I'm going to put you out of your Was misery. Was it someone with excessive eyebrows? No, I don't think he has excessive okay. eyebrows. Was it I'm sorry guy- to have turned it to guess who. <laughs> was, it the, was it the guy with the standout vein slash scar? Who always looks angry? Alan something. Just Eric. Um, Alan um, Hansen. Yeah, Alan Hansen. He's not been around for a while. No, it wasn't Is he him. dead? No, no he's, he's not alive. He, he just doesn't do the, the football chat anymore. Too stressed. That Too vein. stressed. Too busy advertising substandard shoes. Um, anyone remember those adverts for ball boy shoes? No, no. just me. No. Okay, it was Jamie Redknapp. Oh, well, I did say that earlier. I don't think that's the point. You have to say it in relation to the question. Oh, okay. you just do oh, so oh, many oh, rules. Hello, Hannah here. Just wanted to let you know that if you like what we do, you can help us by rating and reviewing us on iTunes. It really does help, especially if you give us five stars. Did that sound threatening enough? Give us five stars. I'm going to do a quick tally of the scores. Hannah and Kelly are on six. We're on six. Guys, Mickey and Natasha, you're on 3.5, so you've got... How is this happening, some Kelly? How is this happening? I've just wait till we get to the frisbee rounds. I thank Mickey when she turned up and was great. This is the quick fire round. Oh. Let me just check. Are we still doing pheasant? So we're going to move on to the final round of the day. It is the quick fire round in which scores will be settled as I ask you to buzz in and answer these questions quickly. A reminder <laughs> of our fierce competitors' battle cries. Kelly. <laughs> Well, no, like, what no, are you going to shout? <laughs> Pheasant. Pheasant. Or, alternatively, <laughs> Mickey's Sunday morning toilet sound. <laughs> Hannah. Megan. Mickey. Pies. Natasha. Cheese. Right, okay. It's very so, calm cheese. It's a really calm... Cheese. It's a smooth it's cheese. Me yeah, do you know what? It's, it's a smooth cheddar. It's a oh, smooth cheddar. Yeah. yeah. So, number one. There were four different winners of the four women's Grand Slam finals this year. Who were Pheasant. they? Simona Halep. What did she win? She won Wimbledon. Yeah. The US was won by... I'll come back to that. Okay. French was won... No. The Australian was won by Osaka. Yeah. Oh, I might have, I might have peaked a bit early here. Simona Halep. Osaka... Barty won the French. Correct. I can't remember. Do you know, guys, either of you, who won the US Open this year? I'm going with A. It doesn't. I, I thought it was Osaka. Nope, that was last year. I'm going to say Serena Williams because it's the only she one I know. She hasn't won anything, anything for ages. I'd just, like, I, I just like to say in it, she's great. We love her. So this is like a bit of a random one. Bit of a random one. This is why I don't know it. Okay, it was Bianca Andreescu. Andreescu. It did begin with an A. Yeah, yeah. Andreescu. Oh, sorry, I was thinking Bianca. This (laughs) doesn't begin with an A. Did did, uh, Kelly at least get some points? Yes, she got three. Okay. Number two, 18-year-old Khadija Mella made history this year after she became the first jockey to ride a race in Britain wearing a what? Cheese. Oh, <laughs> I think that was probably you, Kelly. Hat. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, 
uh, hijab. Yes. Well done. I was going to guess colostomy bag. <laughs> I had a horse in my mind. I was going to guess. They wear hats I would, anyway, babe. I, was I would say, say she definitely wouldn't be the first. <laughs> I got Imagine confused. Riding a horse while wearing another horse. That would be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just How big is a horse? They're pretty big. Pretty They're big. bigger Quite than big. like, like the one you're wearing. Oh, it's full size. Full size. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, but horse. which? But, a police horse, yeah. you say. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite big. Okay, number three. Which place did England did the England netball team finish this summer's World Cup in? Pheasant. And indeed the previous two. Third. Yes. You didn't correct. shout pheasant though. So. I did. You did. Oh, did you? Did you she just did. quietly Play whisper pheasant? <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Check right. the tape. Okay, <laughs> number four. Who is the winner of the golden boot in this summer's football World Cup? Pheasant. Yes, Kelly. Rapino. It was. Ellen White was next and Alex Morgan was after that I mean that is not what I was asking Megan. you but, <laughs> but Ellen White also scored six goals as did Rapino and her teammate Alex Morgan in what unusual way did White celebrate goal scoring Pheasant for the listener, Kelly yeah. is holding her hands up in a sort of bespectacled fashion, and yes, that is how... Was it like the Dumbusters? Like it was no, actually yes. the other way around. Yeah, yeah. 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 Dumbusters. I don't think that's where it comes from. It's not. It's something to do with her husband. And it's not just to do with any like Yeah, I thought it was to do with player. An Italian player, I think. Is it? I think so. something that she did... I don't know. Anyway, number six. Who was the winner of this year's inaugural W Series? Cheese. Jamie Chadwick? Yes. What up? Yes. This is a test of how often Hannah and Mickey listen oh. to my sports section because a lot of this has been covered in over the course of the year. Yeah, totally, every week. <laughs> I smoke too much weed to have short-term leverage. <laughs> <laughs> Number seven. Name the two England players at this year's Women's World Cup with more than 100 caps. Pheasant. Oh. oh. <laughs> I, about, I forgot what I was supposed oh, to yeah. shout. Do you know... Because I think Natasha, Jill Scott, yep, Steph Horton, yes, Steph Horton, yes. Now that was a team effort, wasn't it? You know what? I was I was torn between Steph and Ellen White. Then I was like, I peaked early, got got covered. I was really bad at the beginning. (laughs) Just shout Jamie Redknapp again. Yes, he's not going to come up again. Just FYI, who won this year's Women's Six Nations Championship? Megan, Hannah, Ireland. No. Um, Pheasant. England. Yes, it was England. Oh, I was thinking. Can you name the other five, like in the order of which they then finished, as in second, third, fourth, fifth? No, I can't. <laughs> okay, leave it. I it can was... have a guess. All right, go on then. England, and then Scotland, and then Wales, and then Ireland, and then France, and then Italy. Y- your guess was incorrect. It was Italy, France, Wales, Ireland, Scotland. Oh, Scotland. Next year is the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo, but who is Team GB's most successful female Olympian? Whatever. Yes, so most successful, which is not the same as most decorated. But how, what, so how do you what's gauge the, what's her success? So, uh, she's okay. got Jamie more gold Redknapp. medals. Megan. Kelly Holmes. No. Cheese. The cyclist Laura, who... Her husband's Jason Kenny, and I can't remember yes. what her original I'll name. take that. It's she Laura goes by Trott, Laura Kenny. She is yeah, Laura Kenny yeah. now, so yeah. But then who... Yes. It's only because she does so many races in competition. <laughs> no, in, in comparison mm. to one in... Yeah. Mm. Who do one you... In one race. Does anyone know who the most decorated is? Whatever. So she has... Of yeah, of women ever. So she has the most medals, but not as many gold medals. Cheese, Tessa Sanderson. No. Are we talking about in the world? 
uh, British, Team GB. Isn't that the same question we just got asked? No, no. I've literally just told you what we're <laughs> yeah. between those she two things. She just explained why it is not That's the same That short-term question. memory is great. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we're looking for who's got the most medals ever on a Team GB, but they're not necessarily golds. So yes. Pheasant. Yep. No, it's stupid. I was going to say Becky Ablington. But it's not um, Megan. Is it Sally Gunnell? It's not. I, I've interviewed her for this podcast this year. Can it be Sally Gunnell? Because we really like her. It, sadly not. <laughs> that's not how it oh, works. Oh, hang on. Is it, is, uh, is it um, Sarah Story? No. No. Cheese. Joe Pavo. No. Oh, I'd love it. Guys, I think we're going to have to move on. It was Catherine Granger. Oh, oh she was no. great. Rower. Yes, the rower. Rowers do well. They See, do I just do feel well. the need to say stuff when I when it turns out I know it. <laughs> okay. The Women's Ashes took place this year and was won by Australia. In the total 23 series, how many have been won by Australia and how many by England? A bit of help here. Eight of them have been drawn, which leaves you with... Fucking hell, do the maths. 15. 15. 15. <laughs> Cheese. Out of 15. Uh, Australia, nine. England, six. Yes. Well done. My friend captain England to a World Cup. Sorry if I got that wrong. I would have been gutted. <laughs> We've got a ringer in. <laughs> Which paracyclist took her World Championship gold medal tally to oh, a Megan. whopping... Yep. I'm going to try Sarah's story Correct. Again. Yay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Jamie Redknapp. I thought you were going to say Jamie Redknapp. problem is remembering what I'm supposed to shout at the start. This year, Simone Biles became the record holder for the most World Championship medals won by a gymnast of any gender. But how many does she have? Cheese. Twelve. Was it quite a bit more than that? Sorry, what was the question again? How many... (laughs) How many World Championship medals does she have? I've not is there a World Championship is it 24? every year? Why do I think no, t- that is not every year. I think it's every two every years. Every two years. Oh, my dude, there's loads of different medals, isn't there? Mm. Yeah. That's so, in not just gold medals. In total? Yeah. Uh, 24. Now, I did what I've done 24. is... Did you just say 24? <laughs> did you say 24? I said I 12 and then I said 24. Did you I didn't. <laughs> my memory I is I could bad. well be wrong, though. I've done the stupid thing again where I've not written the answer down. So while I find it, how many gold medals does she win at this year's World Championships in Stuttgart? Megan, yeah. seven. No. Cheese, For four. That, anyone else want to guess? Fuck it, why not? Pies, 18. <laughs> no. 18 gold medals. Really busy. I'm going <laughs> to give it to whoever gets the closest answer. Okay, pheasant. 13. Okay, Natasha, you get that. It was five. Yeah, because there's four individuals. Yeah, there's a floor. Yeah, five different events, isn't there? Yeah, so she won five gold medals. I love that there was thinking behind the number. Yeah, yeah I was, I was I trying to remember. Because not all gymnasts do all events. I'm trying to think. I'm just trying to think of a number that no one else said. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you said, what did you say about the other one? What was your answer? I said 24. 24. Okay. Can the, I guess something else then? Uh, 32. It's. I'm going to. You were the closest, I think. It was 20. Five. Such a random number. Mm. Okay. Be alright though. You could hang them all up. The BBC Sports Personality of the Year nominations were unveiled a couple of weeks ago with Dean Ashersmith and KJT in the running. And by the time you hear this, we'll know that Lewis Hamilton eventually won it. But who he won't win. F- he always fucking wins it. No, he hasn't. He's won it once. He's won it twice. Is it twice? He's definitely won it twice. He, he won't win it. Wins it a lot. Anyway. Uh, 
I'll ask you in a minute who you think will win it. But who was the last woman to win the award and what year? Cheese. Jess Ennis Hill. No, she didn't Damn. win. Pheasant. Megan. Oh, Pheasant won first. Adlington. No. I think it's all the way back to something like 1982, Fatima Whitbread. It's not, no. It's more recently than that, but it's a bit of a while ago. It's in the 2000s, but you will know this when I tell you. I think oh, you will okay, all know okay, it. Um, can I have another crack? Mm-hmm. Um, Paula Ratcliffe. No. Pheasant. Denise Lewis. No, it's a bit controversial. Because it's, <laughs> it's a bit fucking Oh, random. wait a minute, wait a minute. Is it, is is it, it Zara... What's her face? Princess it is. Zara that's it not is Zara Phillips. Oh, Phillips. Do you know what year it was? I would say two. it was 2008. 2006. Hannah, I'll let wow. you have that. Sheffield United footballer Sophie Jones's contract was terminated by mutual consent in March this year. For what reason? Jeez. Racist abuse against Tottenham player Renee Hector. Almost word for word correct answer. Yes, Natasha. Right, sportswear brand Nike. This is the final question, guys. So, <laughs> sportswear brand Nike came under fire this year after it was named and shamed by female athletes for what? Cheese for not paying their sponsorship while they were on maternity leave. Correct. Whoop, whoop. Why is it? I know all the depressing answers. <laughs> Right, uh, I'm going to just do oh, the scores so much quickly. about me. Um, so, can I ask you while I while I do some adding up, Kelly yes. and Natasha, what are you looking forward to next year in women's sports? Is it, is it and leaving managing Ars- Arsenal? I was going to yeah. say yeah. very much so. Arsenal ladies retaining their WSL title, mm. um, reminding people that before Man City found some money, Arsenal were the best women's team have the most trophies historically and were the first men's club to treat their women's team like part of the club. What else am I looking forward to? Dina continuing to kill it. Mm -hmm. The W Series coming back for another season. Fingers crossed some women in F1. Mm. Um, Actually on track as opposed to just testing. That would be something for all of us to look forward to. Do you think that will happen while the W Series is going or do you think that's something that the W Series will lead to? There's a few girls who aren't taking part in the W Series because they're worried it may affect their chances, but the new deals will be coming out soon. I think there's a few girls who are talking to teams now. And I expect if we don't see one in Formula 1, then it's likely we'll see one in Formula E. Hopefully. What, what would what chance would you give that in the next sort of five years to see a woman? I mean, on the track. Oh God, it's so hard because if you, if you're the backup driver, a driver could get injured and you could get thrown in. So it could mm. be one of them things where oh my God, someone breaks mm. a leg and they need to be replaced. Like the war, like when women started doing jobs because yeah. all the men had gone to war. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, fucking hell, they can actually do yes. this. Yeah. Mm. And then they got I mean, turfed out. Not that I want anyone to break a leg for a woman to get a chance. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm fine for that to happen. Just saying. Yeah. Well, right. they, well, they've got insurance, haven't they? Exactly. They're, they're okay, I think, those guys. Yeah, I think I think it will be at least five years. I, I think, actually, I actually look saw at that our series first. The when Shoemate, not the one that like really fucked him up, mm. but the one that he did at the British Grand Prix, mm. was actually working at the British Grand oh, Prix, was allowed 10 minutes to go and watch it, <laughs> ran up what the side a of a hill, and Schumacher just smashed his legs to Did they ever invite you back? No, then I had to go back and serve more beer to people. <laughs> um, guys, this is unbelievable. There is half a point in it. You're, you've won by half a point, I take it. Oh, I'm looking lost at by half a point. <laughs> no. The blue corner. I mean, great maths there. Well done. <laughs> no, you've won by half Whoa! a point. <laughs> 
I'll take that because Tasha's knowledge was ridiculous. <laughs> no, I think I, I got. Just... I think I got lucky with the Dina questions. That's what took us over. Also, well, thank you for asking depressing questions that Tasha knew. <laughs> You're welcome. I do like Let's to talk bring about those racism to and sexism. She was like, yeah. Literally, this is why the radio shows call me up. I'm the ism girl, and when something bad happens, yeah. <laughs> we were just saying in our industry, it's very annoying when. I do know a lot about sport, as I hopefully have proved today. We just won a little bit. Yes. Point, I, did, yeah. I did not contribute very much <laughs> to that at all. No, but you kept my energy up. Yeah. yeah. I'm more an advisory capacity. I'm right? a mascot. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. just sat here with my massive therapy. I don't anyway, think I'd win, to be honest. Yeah. I thought I'd be rubbish. We were talking about how women in the sporting industry, oh, although yes. it's, it's still that, although there has been progression, we are still a long way behind. And don't let the few female faces you see make you think that equality has been achieved yeah well men need to realise first it's not pie just because I get a share of it doesn't mean you can't have any pies oh sorry (laughs) actually which pies are we talking about Um, I was talking I'm from Wigan so it'll be meat and potato okay I can deal with that yeah thanks yeah is there peas in there? In fairness, no, no oh, great. the point about the pie is is relevant across like basically all aspects of like all equality, isn't it? Like it's I not. Much, it doesn't yeah. mean less mm. for you. Yeah. it just means a bit more for them. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Or okay. indeed, it's, it's, it's exactly the same principle as when my mum, like for some reason, she'd never let us eat a whole Mars bar. She'd buy a Mars bar, she'd <laughs> cut it in half, <laughs> and my sister and I would get half each, and somebody would inevitably get the oh, larger half, bigger. and then you try and make off before someone noticed. And my mum would initially say, but it's, there's no such thing as a bigger half, to which you would go, but look, one of them is this long, and one of them is this long. And you always got the hump when you had to give somebody yours back, even though it technically wasn't yours. And that's exactly the same as women's rights. It's growing up in the 80s as well. Yeah. Exactly the same. Bar, it's exactly the same. I'll tell you what, we've been doing this podcast for two years, and I've been waiting for someone to explain to me exactly <laughs> what is going it's on with pies. women's rights. Yeah. And it's all to do with Mars it's bars. It's been to do with Mary unable to cut a Mars bar in half. Oh, Damn you, Mary. Mary. That's quite cool. Call it Mary out on the podcast. Cool. Yeah. Mary gets called yeah. out on the podcast. <laughs> so Mary. Right, well, that's it. We're finally at the end with the scores in case you wanted to know. 16 to Hannah and Kelly 16 and a half to uh, Mickey and Natasha all that remains for me to say is thank you very much to our guests Kelly and Natasha and we'll be back in the new year with more women's sport if they allow more to happen Hey there you lot if you want to follow every aspect of our lives on social media and why wouldn't you because you're only human you can we're on Twitter as a team at Standard Issue UK or individually on at Inspiragen, at That Dunleavy and at Mixed Noonan. And I'd like to think it'll be fairly obvious who's who. We're on Facebook as well at Standard Issue Magazine and even Instagram at Standard Issue Podcast. Come to us. Look at our faces. Standard issue for all women.